Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Good day, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday, March 27th, and as it says right here on my computer, it's 3.58 p.m. at the time of this recording. So, uh, I'm going to talk about something that's breaking here. And when I say breaking, it's not just breaking in the sense of it's happening and unfolding as we speak, but it's heartbreaking to me because it deals with children. Just uh, earlier today in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, I want to read this article. It's a short article, but, um, well, you'll get the gist of it, and and I'm going to comment on it. I'm going to do my best to keep my comments uh, seasoned with grace, I'll put it that way, because this is a heart-wrenching development. This uh, What happened is extremely heart wrenching because three children have been shot dead in a school. And so I try not to use these types of tragedies, especially when it comes to children as a platform to uh, shred people or shred things. But there's some things that just really need to be said right now. And uh, not just right now, but yesterday, last week, tomorrow, next week. Okay, because there's When I was reading this, I was so disturbed by it on so many different levels. The obvious, of course, is somebody walked into a school and shot dead, at least as it sits now, six people, three children, three adults, three innocent children. Yes, and some adults, but children murdered by some lunatic. So let me just read this and I'll I'll, I'll do my best to be kind in my comments, but I'm not going to lie to you. I probably won't because this whole thing was so disgusting to me on so many different levels, and it left three children, three more children dead. Six people total. But this assault on our children is not just heartbreaking, it's got to stop. Because good, decent people are at their end, and it will stop one way or another, ladies and gentlemen. It will stop. But let me read this. It says, Nashville school shooting, six killed, including three students, shooter, dead. A 28-year-old who was a former student at the Nashville Christian School was identified as the shooter. So ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind this wasn't a public school. It was a Christian school in Nashville. And this article is found in Fox News and it was published, written and published by Anders Hangstrom and Luis Cassiano of Fox News. Please uh, forgive me if you hear me sniffling, sneezing or taking deep breaths or something. For some reason, I just got hit with some stuffiness. I don't feel sick or anything like that, just some stuffiness. And I think it had to do, I walked in here and before I sat down to do this, I ate a really big lunch. And uh, I really ate like two lunches in one shot. So, and I think it just hit my system real hard and my system's like (laughs) kind of plugging up. But anyways, um, it says this, a shooting... At a Tennessee private Christian grade school left three students and three adults dead, including the head of the school. Monday, and the shooter was killed by police, authorities said. Uh, Before I read any further, my wife actually sent me this uh, clip or this uh, link to this article. 
because I had not heard about this. I had not checked the news or anything yet. I just came in, sat down, ate some lunch, and I looked at my phone, and this was up there, and the the link took me to an article. I believe it was this article, but nonetheless, to an article, and there was a video attached to it, and the title of the video was President Biden uh, has some comments, you know, comes out to speak about this, has some comments. So I was curious to see what our president of these United States would say. And what does he start doing? He starts joking. He comes out there and he makes a joke. And then he starts joking about ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream, to be exact. And then and then he says, the only reason I'm, I'm here is because I heard there was going to be ice cream. And then he noticed some kids in the room. The, the camera, I couldn't see him because the camera was focused on him at the front. So this is, would have been behind the camera somewhere. But he focuses, he sees these uh, kids. I believe there was four of them. He says, whose kids are these? Somebody yells out, you know, they're my kids. Oh, well, stand up. And, and he's making light and making jokes uh, when he should be addressing the nation and talking about these six people that had been murdered, and especially these three children. Now, please, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to downgrade that three adults lost their life. I'm just at that place in my life where I'm absolutely uh, at my wit's end and frustrated and sick and tired of we not protecting our children, first and foremost. They're, if you know These liberals, if they can't get them in the womb, they'll get them here. And somebody will say, that has nothing to do with liberalism. Ha, let me keep reading this article. So uh, anyways, it goes on to say, the victims were killed in the attack at the Covenant School, authorities said. Nashville police say officers engaged with and killed the shooter, identified as a 28-year-old female, female, ladies and gentlemen, carrying two assault-type rifles and a handgun. The shooter was identified as... Audrey Elizabeth Hale. Now, I I put some of my own notes in here just for my reference, so let me read my own notes. It says, Audrey was transgender and went by the name Aiden Hale and identified as a male. So this Audrey Elizabeth Hale, um, she was genetically a woman, biologically a woman, but she wanted to think of herself as a man and demanded that people call her Aiden. Uh, and it was a Nashville re- resident who identified as a transgender woman. Investigators were investigating a home connected to her. Nashville Police Chief John Drake said Hale possibly prepared for the shooting, including having uh, having written a manifesto. We have also determined that there was maps drawn of the school in detail of surveillance entry points. At one point, she was a student at that school, he said. There was a vehicle nearby that gave us a clue as to who she was. Police say the shooter entered the building through a side door and fired shots before moving to the second floor, where Hale was confronted by responding officers. They don't believe she was wearing any body armor, authorities said. Hale was armed with two... I hate it when they do this. I hate it when they do this. When people try to pass Fox News off as this deeply conservative... Um, news outlet. It, it's not. Let me read this. Hale was armed with two AR-style weapons, including a rifle and pistol and a handgun. Okay, so earlier on it said she had three weapons, two, two assault-style uh, rifles and a handgun. Here, the way it reads, she has two AR-style weapons and a rifle 
and pistol and a handgun. <laughs> the way this is written, it would make you think that she had like five, six, seven guns hanging off of her, you know, one in each hand, some in her belt, some strapped across her chest or her back. And, and that's not the case. She had three weapons. Okay. Anyways, by the way, AR does not stand for automatic rifle. All right. They just look scary. It, it stands for Armalite. That was the company that originally made that style of weapon. Anyways, let's go on. Officials at the medical center say three young students were transported to Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt with gunshot wounds. All three were pronounced dead after arrival. Three more adults were also pronounced dead following the attack. All three were staff at the church. I'm sorry. All three were staff at the school. Even though this was connected to a church, the, all, it says all three were staff at the school. I don't want to miss misread that to you. <clears throat> the victims were identified by police as Evelyn uh, Dykehouse, Haley Scruggs, and William Kinney, all age nine. Cynthia Peake, 61, Catherine Kuntz, 60, and 61-year-old Mike Hill Kuntz. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike Hill. Kuntz was the head of the school at Covenant, according to the school's website. The Covenant School is a private Christian institute for students up to sixth grade, according to its website. My heart breaks with news of the school shooting at the Covenant School this morning, Reverend Mark Spaulding of the Diocese of Nashville said in a statement, let us pray for the victims, their families, and the Covenant Presbyterian community. Now, I want to read that all again, because this is where I read it. My heart broke even more. And I got angry all at the same time. My heart breaks with news of the school shooting at the Covenant School this morning, Reverend Mark Spaulding of Diocese of Nashville said in a statement. Let us pray for the victims, their families, and the Covenant Presbyterian community. The Covenant Presbyterian community. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have here in this story and what happened, and this is the part that I, I was really wavering on whether or not I should say anything, but I, I feel like something needs to be said. Re, it's reality check time, ladies and gentlemen. You see, what you have here is left-leaning liberalism on display for who and what it really is. Okay, so you have a school shooting, six people dead, three children tragically murdered. Three children tragically murdered as if their lives meant nothing. Who killed them? A transgender woman, a biological female who wants the world to accept her as a male, right? This confused individual. And I saw the picture of, of her, her, and it's clear. Listen, a lot of people say, you can't tell that. Well, I can tell it, okay? And most anybody that has any kind of discernment on any level can see it. She was clearly mentally, emotionally disturbed. You could see it all in her face and all in her eyes. She was disturbed, all right? And this all took place at a Presbyterian, Presbyterian um, school, a school connected with the Presbyterian church. The Presbyterian denomination as a whole, maybe not this particular church, but the denomination as a whole, is very, very, very liberal and very left-leaning, very much accepting of the LGBT, not just community, because we anybody that has the true love of God accepts the LGBT community, but they are in agreement and in alignment with it. And I, I, I don't quote me on this because 
I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's the Presbyterians have gone this far yet, but I I want to say that I read somewhere that the Presbyterian denomination was going through a major overhaul, a split, if you will, and many in the denomination are are left-leaning, some are not so much, some accept homosexuality and LGBT and all that, and some say, no, we accept the people, but we're not accepting the sin, and if I'm correct, and please forgive me if I'm not, and I'm going to look this up, and if I need to, to change my statement, I will. But I believe the Presbyterian denomination has actually uh, ordained uh, and set in place um, LGBT uh, leadership pastors. I don't know what they call them, pastors. We call them pastors where I come from, pastors and such. Now, if this is true, then this would be, uh, you know, this is anyway, at any rate, the Presbyterian denomination as a whole is very much left-leaning to, say, others, all right? And this woman would be, or this, yeah, this woman who thinks she's a man, very left-leaning, and she was a former student. Now, that may mean something, that may not mean something. I'm just saying there's just too many uh, strange similarities and coincidences, and I don't believe in coincidence, as I've said before, and um, that are going on, and it's all left-leaning liberalism, okay? Uh, whether it be within a religious setting, an educational setting, a cultural setting, this is all very much left-leaning liberalism stuff and it's on display and three children had to pay for it with their lives because a Presbyterian denomination can't get their act together and figure out what the Bible actually says, which is very clear what it says. So they have to twist it. They want to twist it and change it and act like certain passages aren't there, um, it produces this kind of nonsense. And it, it, it supports this kind of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm heartbroken. I'm angry over this. I really want to throw things. I want to, and yet then I think about these three children that were innocent in every way, in absolutely every way. And uh, they paid for everybody else's nonsense. They paid for it. They paid the ultimate price with their life. And um, this kind of nonsense has got to stop. You see, when you have a left-leaning ideology that says it's okay to murder children in the womb, and then once they're born, you know, if if at four years old, five years old, eight years old, they decide, hey, mommy, daddy, uh, I'm no longer a little boy. I'm going to be a little girl. My name's not Johnny. It's Janie. And there's nothing mommy and daddy could do about it, say about it. Then we live in a world where these types of things is going to, because this is all based, you know, liberalism, the Democrat party, liberalism is all based in mental illness. I'm just telling you, it's just the truth. Everything about it. You can't murder unborn children and then expect uh, people, especially that are of that mindset, to actually honor and respect life at any stage. It doesn't work that way. So I'm really disgusted with this, heartbroken and angry for so many different reasons and so many different levels. But the biggest reason that I'm frustrated and angry and heartbroken is because once again, three children lose their life due to liberal policies, liberal ideology, liberal way of living, and liberal lies. And here is a yet another left-leaning, liberal-minded murderer that many in the press are going to push off as a right-winger, as a member of the NRA, as a MAGA supporter, a Trump 
lover. And none of that is true, ladies and gentlemen. This person, like most every other child murderer, is a left-leaner, Democrat supporter, wicked and evil to the core, just like the Democrat Party. Anyways, let me go on before I get really, really, really upset. There's not very many things in this world that can make me cry, ladies and gentlemen, but when people hurt children, not only will that make me cry, but that will make me want to stand up and fight. This article goes on to say, we are responding to an active aggressor at 33 Burton Hills Boulevard Covenant School. We can confirm we have multiple patients, the Nashville Fire Department said Monday. Parents coming to the school should go to 20 Burton Hills at this time. This is an active scene. The statement continued. The Metro Nashville PD confirmed the shooter's death in a statement, adding that the school is already working on reunifying parents and children a safe distance away from the Burton Hills Boulevard the school is on. An active shooter event has taken place at Covenant School, Covenant Presbyterian Church on Burton Hills Drive. The shooter was engaged with uh, MNPD and is dead. Student re- reunification with parents is at Woodmont Baptist Church, 2100 Woodmont Boulevard, the department wrote in a statement. The only reported injury following the attack was an officer who suffered a glass wound, a glass wound to his hand. The Nashville branch of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the ATF, has also deployed agents to assist with the MNPD in responding to the attack. Nashville Mayor John Cooper released a statement regarding the attack on Monday. In a tragic morning, Nashville joined the dreaded long list of communities to experience a school shooting, he wrote. My heart goes out to the families of the victims. Our entire city stands with you. As facts continue to emerge, I thank our first responders and medical professionals. David Rausch, director of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, said his agency is assisting local authorities. I know there are people who will criticize us for prayers, but that's the way we do it in the South. And thank God somebody in our public circle and in the public eye still has the courage to stand up and say, hey, we're going to pray. You want to criticize, go for it, but we're going to pray because that's the way we do it. Other Tennessee lawmakers were quick to offer their condolences and support following Monday's attack. The state's Senator Marsha Blackburn and Bill Haggerty both released statements mourning, uh, mourning the tragedy and praising law enforcement. Devastated and heartbroken about the tragic news at Covenant School, Haggerty tweeted Monday, I'm grateful to law enforcement and first responders for their heroic actions. I am monitoring the situation closely and my school, or I'm sorry, I don't know why I said school. My office is in contact with local offices or officials and available to anyone needing assistance. Chuck and I are heartbroken to hear about this shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. My office is in contact with federal, state, and local officials and we stand ready to assist Blackburn wrote in a statement, Thank you to the first responders working on site. Please join us in prayer for those affected. Now, ladies, here, here's another one that really got me super angry when I read this. Uh, I, 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 I like my computer. If I didn't really like my computer, I'd have thrown it through the window. But it says this, First Lady Jill Biden also responded to the attack later Monday saying, Now, This is First Lady Jill Biden, all right? Not Joe Biden. He got up there and started joking about ice cream. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he got up on the podium and started joking about ice cream, greeting people, laughing, and wanting children to stand up so he can get a better look at them. Yeah, that's our president. 
That's the president that so many, you left-leaners, you Democrats, you voted for that pervert. So his wife had to come out and make a statement because Joe was too busy making jokes about ice cream and checking out little kids. Says First Lady Jill Biden also responded to the attack later Monday saying, we stand with Nashville in prayer. Well, Jill Biden, you and your husband are so absolutely wicked that I don't know who you're praying to, so keep your prayers. Just keep your prayers. Let the rest of us who know our God, the one true God, the God of the Bible, and the Savior, Jesus Christ, we will pray because we will pray to the Father in Jesus' name and we'll get something done. But Jill Biden, whatever your God is, your little G God, keep it. You know, go put it in your sock drawer. Uh, go put it in the glove compartment of your car. Whatever you do with your little G God, just, just don't ever say anything so stupid, so foolish, so heartless, so ignorant, and so arrogant. Again, you're going to pray. Yeah. Goes on to say, and I believe this is still, uh, yeah, Jill Biden speaking. I am truly without words and our children deserve better. Well, your husband wasn't without words because he went on about chocolate chip ice cream. Yes, Jill Biden, your husband knew exactly what he wanted to say. He wanted to come out and talk about his love for chocolate chip ice cream. And the only reason he was even there is because he heard there was ice cream. On Monday, the FBI released data on active shootings in 2021. The agency said there were 61 such incidents that year with all but one committed by a male. The number of shootings was a 50% increase from 2020, the FBI said. This is a developing story. Check back soon for update. So granted, ladies and gentlemen, there are some updates that we will, I will do my best to keep um, keep you up to date on this as, as things unfold, as I get more and more news. Um, you can read that particular article. I'll put the, the link in the uh, description section of this particular podcast but i also want to just touch on i'm not going to read the whole thing but here's a another article from newsweek and uh, let's see what it says uh tennessee republicans ban on drag shows mocked after mass shooting now i want you to think about this okay earlier today it's monday earlier today and i know tennessee's all the way on the other side so with the time difference and everything but earlier today this woman who claims she's a man walks into a christian school where she was once a student shoots dead six people three of them children then she herself gets shot dead by the police and by the way not that i'm looking for anybody to get shot dead but the uh, police department and those responsible for putting this murderous monster down good job good job I just want to say thank you. I know it's heart-wrenching because we don't want to we don't want to see any life lost, but it's better that the monsters lose lose their life than children. And I'm just heartbroken that that monster wasn't put down before those three children especially and the other three that were innocent. Those six victims. Anyways, back to this. So, uh Tennessee Republicans ban on drag shows mocked after mass shootings. So, what this is about it's just recently, this month, uh, Tennessee passed a bill banning drag shows as well as one preventing tr- transgender minors from getting gender-affirming health care. Gender-affirming health care? These Republicans are heroes in my, in, in my book because they protected children from these perverts, these groomers, 
these pedophiles, and they protected the children from going out and getting butchered up at the hands of these greedy, perverted doctors that don't care if they chop off certain male parts to try to make it look like a female part, don't care if they pump these uh, young boys and young girls full, full of certain hormones that will have lifelong repercussions and not positive, not positive repercussions. And then they have the nerve to call it gender-affirming health care. It's sick and it's perverted, it's, monster, it's monstrous, and it's butchery. Hopefully I said all those words and used them correctly. It sounded good. But it's disgusting and it's perverted. Every one of those doctors, every one of those Democrats that keep pushing that, every one of these transgender people that keep pushing this, they belong behind bars at best behind bars. Anyways, so Tennessee actually does something that every state in this country should do. Every town should embrace. Every village, every city, every state, and the federal government should all be on board banning, banning uh, trans uh, these um, drag shows where minor children are going to be. These are not family friendly at all, at all. Somebody sent me a clip. And when I say a clip, it was about, I don't know, maybe a minute long. And it had, I'm guessing, eight to 10 different clips in a, you know, a minute long montage um, of what goes on in some of these uh, drag shows for children. It is so wicked, vile, and perverse, and disgusting. And then you just have these kids. The kids don't know any better. They're small. They're little. They're impressionable. But then you have these idiot, wicked, evil parents that brought their children clapping along as a man dressed as a woman. I'm not talking about in a, in a ballroom gown or something like that. I'm talking about like a woman that, that, that you might see somewhere in a seedy club um, hugging a pole and dancing on a pole, that kind of uh, perversion. But not a woman doing that, which is bad, but it gets worse. It's a man dressed like a woman doing like pole dance and those types of things for little children, school-aged children, minor children. Every one of those perverts need to be rounded up and thrown in prison. Their parents need to be rounded up and thrown in prison. And those kids uh, need to be taken and put into protective custody somewhere and given to some family that has some morals. It's just, it, it's mind-boggling to me. And then, so so Tennessee finally, you know, does this. I applaud Tennessee. I applaud the Republicans in Tennessee. You've done a great work in, in protecting our children. And I, for one, appreciate that absolutely 100%. And then, again, this, this article starts off, Tennessee Republicans' ban on drag shows mocked after mass shooting. Really, after the mass shooting... It's one of you perverts that went out and killed the kids. It's not the Republicans' fault. You guys did this in re retaliation. This woman who wanted to think of herself as a man did this in retaliation, among other things. This had nothing to do with the Republicans and their ban. They did the right thing, you pervert morons. And then this takes place. And again, I hate to say it like this because I'm a Christian. And I really honestly don't like to... Um, bash upon or beat up on other Christians. But that's why we got the name of this uh, podcast, Table Flippers. Oh, I will flip your tables. Presbyterians, 
You have to take some some uh, stock in this. You have to take some ownership of this. He said, we didn't, we didn't do it. Yeah, you did. The moment you started to, to, to weaken your stance on biblical standards, upon biblical morality, and you started twisting the scriptures to meet where you wanted to meet the, the, the culture of the day instead of um, rising up and serving God according to his word, you chose to twist God's word so that you will be more, I don't know what, pliable, whatever. And to the point that you have been not just accepting of the LGBT community into your church in the hopes that they get saved, feel the Holy Spirit, and their lives change, but you accept that lifestyle, you accept their sin, and you're trying to make it normal. And then one of your own, one of your own, a left-leaning liberal transgender person that went to your school ends up shooting it up and six people are dead. You have to take some ownership on this one. You have to take some responsibility. You have to take it, Presbyterian church, Presbyterian pastors, diocese, who, whatever you want to call yourself, you have to take some responsibility for this. The moment you started walking away from God's word, you became responsible for this. The moment you start twisting God's word, you became responsible for this. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it works in the real world. And I am so frustrated in the body of Christ when Christians cannot take responsibility for their actions, inactions, for their faults and their, for their failures. And in this case, uh, a, a, a denomination can't take responsibility for their failure to take God's word for exactly what it says and implement that and live it and walk it out. Instead, you made all these concessions. And what did it lead to? Six people dead, three of them innocent children. Innocent children are dead because of your failure. Would something have been different if this was, say, in a very conservative Baptist church or very conservative Pentecostal church? I don't know, but that's the point. We don't know, and we'll never know. But the fact is, it wasn't different. You got a liberal denomination, most likely because it's Presbyterian, a very liberal uh, church, Christian church for that matter, as far as Christianity Christianity is concerned. You got this very left-leaning liberal young lady who thinks she's a man dealing with some mental illness and she goes kills six innocent people. All of you have to take responsibility. And we in the body of Christ, ladies and gentlemen, beyond even the Presbyterian, we have to take responsibility for our actions. This world is literally, it's sliding. Um, There's an old country song, I think it was Merle Haggard and there was a line in there, are we rolling downhill like a snowball headed for hell. And that I was listening to that song just the other night and that hit me and it's like, yes, we are. Doesn't mean we can't reverse it. It doesn't mean we can't pull ourselves together. Doesn't mean we can't rise above all this nonsense. But at present state right now, we're like a snowball um, rolling downhill headed for hell. And I don't mean that just for the nation. It, the nation is doing that. But church, we are too. Yes, we're seeing some revival break out. <clears throat> But if revival, or if these so-called revivals, or what we call revival, doesn't lead to people changing, repenting, 
and making the crooked path straight, as the word of God would say, then it's not really revival. It's just a feel-good thing. And I would like to think that we're truly experiencing revival and revival is starting to grow and move and the fires of revival are beginning to break out everywhere. I believe that it is. I honestly believe that it is. But again, if that doesn't lead to us becoming better human beings, better Christians, uh, living out God's word and accepting God's word, even the, the parts that we might look at and go, I really don't like that, but it's God's word. I'm going to do it anyways. Presbyterians, Presbyterians. And I'd say that to every Christian. There's too many. I just found out, ladies and gentlemen, I just found out. And this is what I'm talking about. And this is how wicked all of this is. But I just found out just the other day that two people in, in the, in the ministry, church leaders, one of them, a pastor, uh, that I've worked with in the past, worked with really close, are actually um, supportive of pro-choice, baby murder. Uh, you, you, you have no idea. I think I mentioned a little bit about this on my lad, last podcast, but you have no idea how that just took the wind out of my lungs. Or, uh, I, you know, we used to say, took the wind out of my sails. It just literally just stopped me in my tracks, physically, mentally, emotionally, as my brain was trying to wrap around this. You see, because I have this... <clears throat> strange notion sometimes when I meet people and they say, oh yeah, I'm a pastor, or I'm a you know, deacon, I'm an elder, uh, I'm a bishop, I'm a whatever. And, they, and you know, they talk about church, some level of church leadership, or they're just a Christian. I even do this with people who claim to be Christians, but especially church leadership. There's this assumption in me that they actually take the word of God serious. And I don't mean just the parts that we all like, you know, um, but the parts that uh, maybe we don't even uh, always like, but it's in there, so we have to take it seriously. So from Genesis 1-1 all the way to, what is it, Revelation 22-21, you know, and everything in between, it's my assumption that when somebody says that, you know, I'm a church leader, I'm a pastor, I'm a bishop, I'm a, I'm a, a teacher, I'm a, a deacon, whatever it is. Oh, great. Then you, you, you believe and take very seriously Genesis 1-1 all the way to Revelation 22-21. That's my assumption because that's the way it's supposed to be. That even if there's something in there you don't fully uh, uh, even agree with, like, oh, wow, that was written some 3,000 years ago. I'm not sure if that applies today. No, because of your love, love for God's word and love for God, you, you say, no, it does apply whether I fully understand or even fully like it. And I'm going to Im- implement it. I'm going to live it out. I'm going to walk it out. That's the way it's supposed to be done, ladies and gentlemen. But what we're finding more and more and more and more is more and more Christians, especially church leaders, are beginning to twist their um, doctrine, okay, the Word of God, their doctrine, more according to the culture around them and sometimes even their own personal likes and wants and dislikes instead of just taking God at His Word and doing it anyways. And that's what I'm seeing even with this story. You say, well, how did you get all that to there? When I found out it was a Presbyterian church and Presbyterians are extremely left-leaning and the only way you can become a left-leaner when you when you talk about the Word of God, being a Christian and such, is you have to literally twist the Word of God. And I don't mean just bend it a little bit. I mean actually twist it, take some things away or add some things that aren't, aren't there. And uh, that's the only way you can still say, I'm a Christian and I'm this liberal, I'm progressive. That's a new one that's coming out there, a progressive Christianity. There is no such thing, ladies and gentlemen, only in title. There's no such thing as progressive Christianity because that's the, a progressive is like the, the, the far left edge 
of liberalism, and you can't even be a liberal Christian. You can't be a Christian Democrat, let alone a progressive Christian. It just doesn't work that way. You may as well just scrap the whole Word of God and make your own uh, religion. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because now a bunch of you are going to do that because in a very real way, many of you have tried. We'll still keep Jesus. We'll just make Jesus like he doesn't care about anybody's sin, like he doesn't care about faults and failures. He doesn't care about anything. He just lets us live our life. So instead of what we would call church, we'll just have like a nice big social club. Everybody's invited. Kumbaya. Hey, Joe, you going to bring the wine? Yes, I'll bring the wine. You bring the crackers and the cheese and we're just going to have a big party tonight. Oh, look, a man wearing a dress. We accept everybody. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And what does it lead to? Death, murder, abortions, mental illness. And this is not something I'm just making up or just pushing it to the extreme. Uh, we're, we're experiencing it right now. We have been experiencing it, but this is a right now, right in our face, failure of liberalism, including uh, Christian liberalism, all the way around, ladies and gentlemen, all the way around. I am, uh, again, I'm amazed at this, not in a good way, I'm disgusted by this, heartbroken by this, because six people lost their lives, three of them innocent children. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. That's gwccrobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed. Give me the chipmunk. Love table flippers.